0: Welcome to episode 4 of The Local Meta. My name is Butcher.
1: My name is John, and I have a strange sense of deja vu.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, John's referencing that we (laughs) just finished recording about 45 minutes of audio Uh, and realized my mic wasn't... 45, or sorry,
1: 48 minutes and 16 seconds.
0: Of audio, and my microphone wasn't on, so... yeah. (laughs) You guys get the hopefully more refined version of our little discussion here. One quick announcement before we get into the show. Just want to say that we have an iTunes feed now for the local meta. If you want to check us out, you can go into iTunes and in the store, search for the local meta podcast. And we should pop up there with our wonderful, well-designed logo. And you can catch all of our episodes um, and they should show up there as soon as we upload them. John, it's been a pretty good week of magic this week.
1: Yeah, it's but it was exciting. Played some legacy. I got soul crushed.
0: You know, it was it was all right. I I got to play you round 1 and I'm uh it was a fun couple matches. Yeah, two games. Solid. You know. Oh, well, you know. I won them both. So that was always nice, <laughs> but i um, uh, game game 2 was interesting. You had some pretty sick sideboard tech. Yeah. I so as people may know, Fletcher is playing
1: standstill. And, you know, obviously, I, being a storm deck, decided to board in my Xantus Swarms against him, because those are really good against people who play counterspells. But, I may have forgotten to board in the Greenlands to cast him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, I love it. So, game two, we, we mulligan. Yeah,
1: I, I mulligan to six, I and as I'm shuffling up my deck, it just clicks in my head, and I just start swearing. And I'm like,
0: what the hell? And you're like, I boarded in cards. I can't even cast. <laughs> and I'm like, are you serious? And so we start playing the game, and he, I, I early surgical extraction of a brainstorm just so I can see which card it was. And I see the Xanted Storm, and I just start laughing hysterically. And all the other players are looking at me like I'm a crazy person. But it, oh it man, yeah. we we all have the moments. So yeah, it's it's okay. But that was only one part of the great week for that magic had. Um, the other part, if you have a pulse and know how to go online and pay attention to magic, is um, uh, Modern Masters 2017 was being spoiled this week, and wow, <laughs> yeah, um, this this, set this is gas. a good looking set. Yeah, I look at the set and there's there's some val- there's a lot of value in the set. I mean everybody's been saying that there's a lot of value in the set, and I hate to gush about the value more like crazy but even a lot of the rares that are kind of, you know, on the lower end, the the bulk rares, most of those are still kind of fine cards. Yeah, like there's not there's like two cards that are like
1: bulkish that I would not want to play in a deck, but that's just because those aren't the kind of decks that I like to play.
0: Yeah, I mean there's very few in general cards in this set that I look at and I'm like, "Man, I just would never want to see that card." Yeah, like I I can't think of any, actually, just looking through. I'm not a fan of Wolvenwald
1: Tracker, but that's just because I don't like one mana, one ones.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. But I mean, you know, without dropping the, you know, I mean, there's obviously the value cards like Liliana and Snapcaster and uh, Goyf, yeah, the the G-Daddy there. I love, I,
1: I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sir. Tarmogoyf is not the G-Daddy. Ah, uh, okay. That is
0: Gri- Grizzle Daddy. <laughs> Grizzly Beamer boy, yeah, but <laughs> I mean, even like even with cards like that, there's just a lot of really solid good cards in this set that I mean you don't mind pulling. I mean and even like reprints of Path to Exile, Spell Pierce, um Inquisition of Kozalek at Uncommon. Twelve dollar Might of Old Crosa. Might of old Crosa, yeah, like there's just so many great cards that are being reprinted at lower rarities that are easy to get now, and hopefully that'll bring some of the cost down for some of these things. I was just looking at Augur of Bolas. Like, I know that card has been reprinted in Commander Decks, but I am always okay seeing that card, too. Yeah, if if, if, if Augur of Bolas is a playable magic card, you have a good format. For yes. Man, Like I, I don't know. Just Everything about this set seems to have come together. It seems like they finally... I mean, we haven't played it yet, so I guess we'll have to temper our expectations to some degree. But just looking at it and reading it, it looks like they kind of have figured out everything, you know, third time's a charm with Modern Masters sets, I guess. Yeah. It's a lot more
1: balanced than the other sets where Like, Modern Masters 1 is just worth, like, $1,000 like a per box, because there's so much ungodly value. But you can never find a box. Yeah, and Modern Masters 2 is just so, like... There's some there's some money cards that keep the packs expensive, but there's so much just terrible shit you can open, and no one wants to open any of like, no one wants to go through it to open it. So like, you can even still now find Modern Masters packs for like, or Modern Masters two packs for like twelve
0: bucks. Yeah, like, it's just, and that set even like the the bulk rares in that set always felt bad. Yeah, like they are the bulkiest of bulk, and you do
1: not enjoy opening them. But like this set is like. It's. It seems like the actual value of all of the cards is just like this steady line graph instead of like the massive ups and downs like we're used to for sets like this.
0: Yeah, where like Modern Masters 2 is kind of like Tarmogoyf, a couple cards, and then like dollar and 50 cent rares.
1: Yeah, like don't get me wrong, there's, there's, some, there's still some bulk cards. I can't imagine Call of the Herd costs anything. Seance, contrary to what one guy attempted to do, is still a bulk rare. <laughs> and will always be until the end of time
0: and those are about the only two cards that I'd be like oh man I pulled those yeah but like if you open them in draft they're still great oh yeah they're still good in draft is the thing too but i mean like even some of the like you know bulky ish cards are still totally acceptable to pull i mean Man, I'm, I don't know, I'm just looking at the cards, and I'm trying to find ones that I'd just be unhappy with, but it's like, I'm in red right now, when I'm scrolling through, like, Mizzium Mortis, I'm okay with getting, Zealous Kron Scripts is cool. Yeah, Pyromancer's you Ascension know. is great. Pyromancer's Ascension is insane. Primal Command, okay. Summoning Trap, sure. Like <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean red's still kind of
1: got the shaft on Mythics, but red always gets the shaft on Mythics, because our Mythics always suck. But
0: that's because this is a reprint set, yeah, <laughs> and they can't give you good mythics, yeah. Like they don't here, exist. the pool is so small, yeah. But I don't know. I mean, Past and Flames is a card, yeah. Like
1: Past and Flames is Flames is a playable magic card. So is Bonfire. Bonfire is played much less, obviously, but it's still like six dollars or something like that. Like Bonfire still has value, which for a bulk mythic, like it is going to be the like it is the bulk mythic of this
0: set, and it's still worth something. I mean, that that ain't no Comet Storm. Yeah, like, <laughs> thank Christ. Yeah, I don't know, like, the, I'm really happy with how things look. The new art on a lot of the cards is really awesome. Yeah, there's
1: there's some... I actually... What is it? Yeah, Herbis Protector. That's new art, right?
0: That is new art, and it yeah, looks awesome. that is great art. Holy hell. That art hell. is insane, yeah. Um. Uh. You were talking about... Oh, Azoria Signet. Yeah. Signet got I, new
1: I love those arts. Like, I, I'm a big fan of the new signets. Like I, I own I think twelve Demir signets and I'm pretty sure if I ever play them, I'm gonna wanna play this art because it looks gorgeous. Yeah. And I love how Azorius signet just it it's, has no blue in it whatsoever, but it still clearly identifies that it is Azorius. And it's just so wonderful.
0: Yeah, all, all the new arts of those, I know they were in the commander decks, look great, but yeah. and the fact that they finished the cycle with those two or with those two new arts and they look awesome is just perfect. It's just nice to see that every single one of those looks sweet. Yeah,
1: the art on them all or most of them are really, really good. Like the the new art that started with Golgaria versus Is It dual deck has finally been completed with this now and it's just great.
0: Although yeah. uh-huh. I, I'm still not a big fan of the Izzet Signet. Why is that? It's a very cartoony. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I think it, I like the, the stained glass look to it almost. I think that's really cool. Like, I feel like if it was
1: just differently angled, I might like it more, but yeah. I'm just... It could be that I'm just critical of it because it's my guild.
0: Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, I'm, I'm critical of one Signet as the Orzob Signet, even though it looks really awesome and... Probably, is probably fine it's probably my favorite out of all of them <laughs> it, but i'm super critical of it but that's those are my colors and yeah. i think i just i, I mean i'm black white so it's I, I think i'm just picking it apart to some degree yeah like
1: uh, all of them just signify their guilt so well otherwise like it's kind of great like every yeah. you look at every one of them and if you were just to see that picture and just you cut out the actual guild symbol and you're like which guild of the, of this is or, or which guild is this from the Ravnica
0: ones no one would not be able to tell you which one it is yeah basically you can almost always pick it out just the aesthetic of everything around it they they were just designed so well it just yeah man. i
1: i really love the storm clouds like seemingly parting to reveal the demir signet that's just <laughs> so flavorful oh man Hello. yeah speaking of flavor that gruel signet flavor texio you know, uh, i know you that is some trashy <laughs> shit, trashy shit right there
0: what, what's your deal with gruel
1: so they're they're unbelievably one-dimensional in the fact that they're all illiterate barbarians effectively and i don't like i get that each of the guild is effect every guild is one-dimensional in their own way but like there's just like a subtle nuance to all the different ones like simic is effectively you know eugenic nazis but they're hiding it better Selesny <laughs> is like the crazy hardcore hippie commune but they're not peace and love for everyone they're only peace and love for their own commune demir's you know psychotic people but in a subtle way <laughs> <Psychotic>. <laughs> But Gruul is just so like, yep, we're we're big muscle bound idiots and we like to smash shit. That's all they are, and it's just so boring.
0: I don't know. I just maybe we just don't get it. Maybe that might be it. But I mean, like Domri Raid isn't like some big muscle bound idiot. Well, he isn't, but he is at the same time. Like he's eh, like fair, what? I guess he's like what
1: eight or some shit. He's an eight year old uh, with a six pack. He's still a young <laughs> kid.
0: I mean, he's a kid, but... <laughs> and the dude is just... built. Fair. Okay, I'll... I i do not know, you, you want them to be easily identifiable, and if you make things too fuzzy, it's really tough to grasp onto anything.
1: I mean, yeah, but, like, you could still have, like... Like, think of, like, Naya or Jund. They were very much, you know, like, they had their alpha males and all that stuff, but they're not... They're not so one dimensional in, you know, might mix right. And like I it's just it's hardcore green with Gruel, and the seems like the only thing that they take from the red is like anger and impulsiveness.
0: But I mean that's to some degree that's what red green is though, is it's just like that pure animal instinct almost to some degree. I guess, but I don't know.
1: I don't know, dude. Maybe it's maybe it's my blue not meshing well with that that
0: color combination since they're my two opposing. But I'm I mean I'm white black, so I mean I don't <laughs> yeah. I don't get them to some degree either. Like I only get one half of it, but on each side. It's, but, so I don't know. it's so weird. Yeah, I don't know. I I think I just don't get green in general, though. Like I mean, green is the most boring of all the colors. I, see the thing is is I don't think it actually is like I understand its philosophy I just don't get it like as a person I just don't understand why you would think like that yeah but i but also I am I'm like that with like pure like mono white I'm also just like I don't get it I mean I'm primary black then white then blue so do you know anyone who's actually green yes I do who uh my parents fair I don't think I can disagree with that. Uh yeah, I think I I think green white and mono green. I'm not 100% sure, but yeah, um, if I if I had to guess, that's what I would say. Your dad's the green white one, right? I think he's the mono green one. Really? Yeah. He's so organized. Nah, not really. Really? Huh. No. I, I I don't know. I I could I could tell you about that and stuff sometime, right. but yeah, we'll, we'll, get back get... <laughs> to sweet, we'll get back to the sweet magic set. We don't need to talk about other things like That's... that, because we got a lot of sweet stuff with new art. Like, sweet stuff with new art that I love, like compulsive research. Yes. Oh, that... man. This art reminds me so
1: much of Narset. Like, when she's doing in Dragons of Tarkir, her whole, like, going down, looking at all, like, the blue glowing symbols. Like, this is her, except it's not actually
0: her, obviously. Yeah, but it gives you a very much a Jeskai vibe, doesn't yeah, it?
1: Yeah, it's like super Jeskai, or like you know, we'll technically Ojatai if we're talking this version
0: of Narset. Yes, I suppose. Yeah, but but it's just so sweet. And... Yeah, I don't know. It's I don't know. I th- I just love that card, and I'm so glad that it got a reprint and everything. But that actually kind of brings me into something that I was looking at. So early on, when the set before the set was out, I think day two of spoilers, I made a a called shot basically, yeah. and I say we we both made our little called shots we both did we made quite a few and i was right on a lot of them yeah but um (laughs) this is what i was very wrong on is that i said i think the set is going to be an aggro set considering it introduced some cards or some cards and colors that i thought would be very aggro heavy and man looking at this set i think i was dead wrong yeah i'm i'm kind of like there is definitely an aggro deck if you get lucky but, man, I mean, like, yeah, Red's got aggro cards, and there's some, like, I see an agro deck there, but Red itself has cards that hose the aggro strategy. I mean, Mizzium Mortis at rare. Um, what, has Pyroclasm at uncommon, I think? Yeah. yeah Pyroclasm at uncommon. <laughs> uh, black has uh, Cower and Fear at uncommon. I mean, there's just cards that hose that whole strategy of play, small cre- play creatures attack really quick. Yeah, like...
1: Like, you know, let's look at White. White has Lone Missionary, 2-mana 2-1 that gains Ugh. you 4 life, and
0: Youthful Knight. You ever play an aggro deck and try and beat a 2 one first first strike? Yeah. I mean, you have to be playing that as an aggro deck, but then guess what? You just die... That thing just dies to Cower and Fear. Yeah. Or Pyroclasm. It's... It's kind of brutal.
1: Like... Like I, if you get like unearth is an aggro mechanic, like very pure and simple. Unearth is an agro mechanic, but yeah, you, yeah, it's not a good agro mechanic. Yeah, it's not going to be
0: easy to draft an aggro deck in this format. I just, I just don't see it. I feel like if if I got to take the agro cards that I wanted and build a deck out of it, I think I would still just lose to a mediocre, like an average mid range or a control deck. Yeah, it's... like I just think they have too many tools at common and uncommon to just deal with that stuff. Like, there's, you could, like, like yeah, I do think you can get there, but I think it would be a lot harder than we originally assumed. Like, I don't, I don't think it's absolutely, it's not like Battle for Zendikar Green unplayable, but it's like, I don't think it's there. I mean, like, what, don't they have, uh, stupid, um, uh, Wall of Denial at yeah. Uncommon? Wall, like, wall of Denial. Get through that. Yeah. <laughs> the biggest middle finger ever. Uh, I disagree. I think War Monk would be the biggest oh, middle finger ever. Is is like, can you beat that card as an aggro deck? Three, four life link, deal with it for th- for three. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, it's three colors. We'll say that. But I mean, even if you play it on turn four or five or whenever the hell in the game you play it, yeah, like, it's not that hard. That card is a giant wall. Like, like it's. Oh man. Turn two Sylvan Ranger into turn three Rockswarm
1: <sighs> You're dead. Yeah, you're dead. You just <laughs> as an aggro deck, you just can't win. No joke. You just cannot win the game. I, I do think this is highly because of the signets because signets very much you don't put signets in a set that doesn't allow you to
0: take advantage of them yeah this I mean with with those signets there this set has to be just the dirtle city yeah which like, I think it's gonna be very slow I mean especially when you have cards like well I just pass it on my when I scroll Sphinx's Re- revelation or like um you can you can do the um uh, restoration angel Thrag tusk in this set realistically yeah. or good old-fashioned cruel ultimatum um, <laughs> <laughs> if you can cast cruel ultimatum in a draft even though the card just basically makes it so you win the game like you should just yeah. it should just say win the game and I, end it right there it's like okay you did it like <laughs> I'm pretty sure Chapin refers to it as an 11 for one. <laughs> like,
1: it pretty much is, yeah. Because like... it's so... So you have... They stack a creature and discard mm-hmm. three cards. Yep. You draw three cards and return yep. a creature card from your graveyard to your hand. That is eight yeah. right there. Yeah. Which means that them losing five life and you gaining five life is worth... According by his metric, worth three, three cards. cards. I don't know if I agree with that. I could see...
0: I don't know. That's I could probably see that worth total... Two. B- Probably two. Like, I mean, I could see it be worth... It, it's probably worth about two and a half, yeah, actually. Yeah, because five life is worth more than one card. Like, f- your opponent it's, it's losing worth more five, than five one life. Card. Yeah, it's worth more than one card, and... I don't know. It's... Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know, like, if you ever cast that.
1: Yay. That's just,
0: uh, <laughs> that's just crazy to even think about you know,
1: life being able to cast it. Life goals conspire Cruel Ultimatum off of War the Raid Mother. <laughs>
0: yeah since we're since we're dreaming here yep curve
1: six drop into seven drop really that's game.
0: that sounds like a sensible curve we yeah. can do this you're only playing three color nonsense and everything perfectly With, fine we got this, this is perfectly fine yeah. <laughs> if you played four color you'd have access to green then which gives you color fixing if yeah, you don't need color fixing yet <laughs>
1: this is fine you're playing a control the- deck you have compulsive research
0: Okay, I'm sold now. There you we're go. Done. That get that that bridges your gap, right? You're good. You're golden. You just draft every every signet for Fort the raid mother.
1: Forbidden and every alchemy, You got all this filtering going on. It's just gas, mono gas.
0: You realize that if we ever were to draft this set a compulsive research is not getting past me well like, yeah That's like why every I... single one is ending up in my pool like regardless of what colors i am or was in like <laughs> it, it will just be there i just i
1: just need to be the lucky one i need to be sitting to your right i need to open worth the raid butter get press cruel ultimatum and take every compulsive research that goes my way oh, i would be so mad
0: <laughs> oh my gosh it would be glorious Man, I've just—I I can just picture my my mono compulsive research opportunity deck. <laughs> <laughs> Mystic, mystical teachings. Oh yeah, I forgot
1: opportunity was in this set. Yeah. That's a. I'm just gonna point out. Last time opportunity was printed, it was a first pickable unbeatable card in limited. Is that M14? Yeah.
0: Like I can't imagine this is much different. I it from from the cards you, I'm looking at. I can't imagine it is either it's just everything looks so slow i mean they got my boy mistraven in here too oh love mistraven It's like oh, there's a whole deck that i think you would enjoy playing the blue white one probably i like blue white i like drafting blue white. to be honest i like drafting blue plus anything to be honest <laughs> <laughs> i just want to play blue you like drafting draw cards i like drafting mono draw cards What's your win con? I don't know. I just have like thirty divinations in this deck. Yeah. <laughs> eventually, you'll concede out of boredom, right? <laughs> <laughs> we got to get there eventually. I just threw in some like you know shuffle stuff back in cards too, but yeah. I mean, gosh, like we we've, we've been talking about about this set for like twenty minutes now, and we haven't even talked about all the card the big cards people are talking about. Damnation, Tarmogoyf, Liliana. Um, Captors of Souls, the the Fetch Lands, Snapcaster, like all these insane cards are in here. But everything else in the set is so good too. Yeah, like obviously we are a little biased
1: because we love limited. So like, yeah, we we are gonna focus more on that stuff. But
0: holy shit! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean this set lit- has everything.
1: Yeah, it's like I like I ca- I cannot find a fault with this set. If I'm being a reasonable human being, I cannot find a fault with this set. I mean, yeah, I could.
0: You could sit there. Yeah, and we can be like about something. Well, they should
1: have put in the Splinter Twin and Unbandit instead of Zealous Conscripts, and they could have uh, not had Seance and had uh, Wrath of God, and um, <laughs> they yeah, okay, they could have had Prime Time instead of Primal Command, and. Yeah. Or they or could do reasonable things. Yeah, they can but... be reasonable <laughs> human beings and be like, "Hey, you know Primal Command that really good card. That's actually printout. modern playable in like one deck." Yeah, have another Primal Command.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know, I mean Primal Command's not one of those cards that I want to snap up super hard either, but no. it's like I wouldn't I wouldn't mind opening it. Yeah. Like it's fine, you know. Like Stoic Angel isn't a card I play, but like if I got one, I'd be like, hey, this is kind of cool, actually. Like about Seance is about the only card that I'd be like, I'm kind of mad that I got this out of a pack. Seance, I'm pretty sure was just maybe Fiery this... Justice also. <laughs> I- I'm pretty sure Seance was only put in this set
1: as like a troll for the people who are like, I'm gonna buy all the Seance because they'll never reprint it because it's terrible, and it's gonna be worth money. Nope.
0: <laughs> no, we just tanked it.
1: Oh, no, here you go, but... Seance. Also, Goblin Guide.
0: Yeah. Oh man, Goblin, that, that, I'm really happy about Goblin Guide being in the set. Yeah. I mean, that if that drops the price of that card at all, that makes buying into Legacy Burn just super reasonable. Yeah, it's like, playing against Legacy Burn
1: is not the most exciting time in the world, but getting people to play Legacy is the most exciting
0: time in the world. Here's, here's the deal, I would rather play against multiple Legacy Burn decks than not play Legacy. Yeah. Like, I just... Even then, it's still fun for me.
1: Hey, yeah, you're you're still getting to play
0: with sweet cards that are very mm-hmm. hard to play with. And I mean, like, so I mean, Goblin Guide comes down a bit, you know, because I bought. What did I buy mine at? Like, they were twenty. You yours, yours
1: were all over the place. Like, the they probably averaged to be about twenty. Yeah. Because, like, when I picked up the second set for you, uh, they I got them at tens, and then and then they spiked like two weeks later, and you you got hey. them piecemeal from me, so you got them for like. Like, one you got for 30, one you got for 10, and then the other two you got for, like, 20 and, like, somewhere around 20, I think. So
0: Yeah. So, I mean, it averaged out about that. But, I mean, if this knocks it down to 15.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, that's still super reasonable. Then, you know, you have Eidolon, which is about, what, 10, 12 bucks? 15? I don't know.
1: I haven't looked at Eidolon in so long. But
0: re- realistically, that card's going to be reprinted someday. Probably. Yeah.
1: Another modern master set.
0: Yeah, and then the, uh, the only other expensive card is like uh, Chain Lightning. Yeah, but, but that-, that that got reprinted in um, Eternal Masters, so that knocked that down a little bit too. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that card has to be single digits at this point, right? Oh, I hope so. I mean, I think I bought mine for like twelve when I got them, but yeah, I got my playset I think for an average of like fifteen or something. But that's yeah. fine because I wanted to play Legacy Burn. Yeah, exactly. Me too. That's what I've. You know, I wanted to play burn, so I I got the cards. But Eternal Masters Chain Lighting, four dollars. Oh man, that's so! Everyone out there, you have no excuse to not play Legacy anymore. <laughs> like, just go buy into Legacy burn and play some Legacy because it's sweet.
1: Yep, I'm gonna I'm gonna build Reanimator, and it'll be great. And you guys <laughs> can play all your Legacy, and I'm not gonna complain.
0: <laughs> just. Oh, yeah, that deck's impossible to beat. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean, 7-7 seven, seven Lifelings are hard to deal with? In Burn, they are a little tough. I don't know, like, we we have to sound like we're just have all the money in the world if we're just like, oh, yeah, we're going to go buy legacy, you know, rattling off our legacy decks and stuff. And didn't you, How many Tarmogwifes have you pulled? Five. Yeah, you've pulled five Tarmogwifes. <laughs> like, <laughs> how many packs do you have to buy to do that? It's just... Aw, <laughs> uh, let's not talk about it. Yeah, we're not gonna we're
1: not gonna talk about that. I th- I opened almost three boxes of Modern Masters one, over three of Modern Masters two. I think Eternal Masters. I only broke two boxes. Jeez, man. Yeah, I have I have no life and no girlfriends and nothing outside of and work except for magic. So that's basically where I pour all yeah. my money.
0: <laughs> I have a I have a wife and kid and still manage to have my legacy buy-in be a underground sea last yeah but that <laughs> uh, was on Friday. months of saving on your part so busy but you put a little effort into it and you can get there yeah. like it's not out of reach but it's not that hard for people to play formats if they really want to
1: yeah so and especially now that you build legacy burn for less than a hundred dollars
0: yeah we probably i'll have to go check and see
1: what fun, it is, but... fun fact: If you follow the uh, P. Sully methods of magic, you don't play fetch lands. So, mm-hmm.
0: but his, but his mana base is still probably more expensive. Yeah, his mana base is more expensive than a lot of ones <laughs> with dual lands. <laughs> Mono Arabian Nights mountains for the win. I mean, if you you got to make a statement, right? And that statement is I have money. Yeah. Like he's <laughs> literally sitting there, he's like, guys,
1: I could play any deck I want in this room. I chose to play burn.
0: Deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> so back on the topic of this sweet set that came out. So do you think anything any decks will start showing up more now that there's more availability prices have gone down theoretically on some of this stuff? The main one that kinda like
1: comes out to me for stuff like that is actually Death Shadow. Because it's really hard to get like Zendikar stuff nowadays, if, unless you, if you're buying locally. That is obviously this is based on a local thing. Not everyone wants to buy stuff online. Yeah. But the awkward thing about that is, like, the current iteration of Death Shadow runs Tarmogoyf. It's just like a oh. super grindy mid range deck. So I don't know hmm. how much of a difference that will make, but
0: you know, I mean, if it makes the card available, it could, it might. Yeah, like, there's something that pops up.
1: There's going to be a lot more random Lilies going around now because, you know, people really like playing with Liliana the Veil. So, you know, like her being printed as a, like, yes, she is going to be a Chase Mythic, but, you know, she's, it's still better than the, what, was she a GP promo?
0: Yeah, something like there's like going to be more of her going around. So, do, uh, I was going to say, do we see more Jund pop up with her? Maybe? The problem with Jund
1: is a lot of people just don't like playing that kind of deck. Jund is 55% against the field, and it's extremely skill-taxing as a result of that. And a lot of people don't like to play decks like that, because they can also be very boring. Like, turn yeah. one, Thought Sees You, and turn two, Tarmogoyf is not something that a lot of people want to be doing when they play Modern. They want to be playing stuff that actually, like, it's exciting, and it's splashy, and they feel cool when they do it. And other other people have no soul, and they play things like Worship.
0: And, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's like Tarmogoyf is like the poster child for that sort of thing, isn't it? Like the first, like the first time you ever read Tarmogoyf, you're like, "Oh, this card's kind of boring and stupid. It's just like a big. It's like just a dumb creature that yeah. you know. It's like a two three or a, maybe a three four sometimes. And then you play with it against it the, for the first time, and you're like, "Oh, like, oh this, this thing is card. This thing's a four card's five. 6 insane. <laughs> yeah, four five six. Shit, like." <laughs> And I, I feel like that's what maybe that deck is, and that's why people don't like it. Because it's just like, I'm going to do good things that are not necessarily flashy.
1: Yeah, I like I like to describe
0: Jund as being
1: the deck that's playing Mono's 8 out of 10s. Like, none of the cards are, like, ball-bustingly amazing, and none of them are bad against anyone. Mm-hmm. Like, they all have game against someone. And if you know, okay, you're playing a creatureless deck, they just board out the creatures and board in more discard, and they still kill you.
0: Yeah, it's just it's not a deck for everyone. Fair enough. So the one of the cards that everybody's pissing their pants over uh, Damnations is that I mean, that's just like a, that's been just a sideboard card in decks for the most part, isn't it? Like that's more it's more played in EDH. Yeah, I'm
1: I'm expecting Damnations price to plummet. P- if people really wanted to play Damnation for some weird reason, there is judge promos going around and they weren't that hard to get your hands on. Like obviously our meta is a little weird because we have we had three level two judges. And, you know, they each get, like, you know, one or two damnations, and it's not that hard to pick up. Like, we had more Judge Promo damnations than Planar Chaos damnations going around, Hmm. which is kind of sweet. But Yeah, (laughs) it's kind (laughs) of sweet. But, like, it's such, it's played in so little things, and, like, yeah, in EDH it's really sweet, but there's possibly better cards in EDH for it. Like Like, you have Mutilate in EDH if you really want a black board wipe, or you already had the white equivalents of them in decks that can play both colors. So, like, I'm expecting that price to drop a lot because, like, you know, even the pros said, you know, why is this card being reprinted? It's not even, you know, that sought after. And it's like, that that's that's the perfect cutting line between the difference between a pro and a casual player is it was basically only expensive because of casual appeal and now it's being printed
0: at rare. Yeah.
1: Like, the fact it's not a mythic is
0: big. Yeah, that is, that is pretty huge. Like, it'll show up a lot, I think. Yeah. And uh, as you said, it's... It, I think it'll it'll make more of an impact in EDH, just people getting their hands on it there, and more and more of the casual side of it too. Which the fact that all of EDH isn't casual is another rant for another time.
1: I will not be surprised if Damnation loses like you know forty to fifty percent of its value. Like I don't know how much it is right now, but I could easily see it becoming like you know a twenty to twenty-five dollar card just because it's like it like it's expensive because it was from a set from forever ago and that's literally it. it's just av- availability
0: i mean you don't think i'm uh, the mythics like snapcaster and lily they probably won't push things in too much probably just because they're chase mythics or will it just be a little enough of a push
1: i think it will drop them by enough because like the like for like lily like i said there's very few decks that actually want to play it's basically Obzan and jund and decks like them like a which
0: I've been playing lately. <laughs> but I mean like Snapcaster like you you're better off listing decks that don't play it. If you're playing blue you're playing Snapcaster. That's just yeah, life. Like mm-hmm. but like in th- in
1: that regard, at least for our local meta, like anyone who wanted Snapcasters already kind of has them because we have such a blue heavy meta or we used to have such a blue heavy meta that was just the thing everyone did back in the day. So there's just a lot of Snapcasters around locally. But I mean, even then, like you know, he's going to drop in price, which
0: is good for people who need them, like you. Yeah, I still need to get my set. I've been borrowing yours yeah. for a while.
1: He's he's not going to plummet by any stretch. Like he's not mm-hmm. going to become a ten dollar mythic. Which...
0: Yeah, he. I. But it'll. You. It'll probably lower the price a little bit.
1: Yeah, I don't know what he is now. I think he was like sixty or something. I heard someone talking about. Mm-hmm. So I can. Like, if he goes
0: drops down to forty, that's really sweet. I don't know, there, man. There's just a like opening, like just reducing the price of some cards here. Like even the commons and uncommons, like Spell Pierce being reprinted is sweet. Yeah. Uh, Serum Visions being reprinted for reals is sweet. Spell Pierce was pushing like a two or three dollar card at a common. For a common, yeah. And so this should drop it back down to somewhat common prices, yeah. but and Serum Visions didn't really drop a ton even after that promo came out, did it? With the FNM one.
1: The promo, no, but it was also reprinted in what should call
0: it? Conspiracy. Oh yeah, it was, you're right. That did drop but, but, but I think it's Conspiracy still, two, it's still right? dollars. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like twelve dollars like it was back in the day, no. but like I mean Conspiracy Two kind of got overlooked to some degree too, though.
1: Yeah, like it it was it was you basically open it now for Leobold. Yeah. And that's kind of the only draw appeal to him. Although like it is kind of weird that they reprinted it again, but I've I brought this that up. That art though. Yeah. That art is great. <laughs> like I I actually might replace my my arts with that one, because I really like it. Uh, I brought this up to a friend of mine during during FNM, and he said someone else said it online, but I'm just gonna... It was my own original thought, so I'm gonna take... I'm gonna say it anyways. I think Sarah visions might have been supposed to be Ketaxian
0: Probe. I mean, I can see that. With that art. I mean, I, I can see that as well. I mean, I called shot him a Ketaxian Probe early in the set and missed on that one, yeah. but...
1: If, if only. That would have been if great. If only.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the internet explodes. Yeah, yeah. Why are you printing banned cards? That'd be worse than Twain in the last one. I can see it with the... with The, um, uh, the art can go art both ways. It could go both ways. I mean, I think it's really cool having a Phyrexian version of Visions, yeah. just with that transition from Old Mirrodin to... New Phyrexia and everything. I think this kind of reflavors the card and everything, and I love it when they reflavor yeah. cards. I I really like the blue aspect of Frexia
1: also. So like I like when they blue if, or when they Frexiafy blue things. It's just mm-hmm. it looks so great. So like I'm I'm fine with them doing. It. They can Phyrexian anything, and I'm just like yep, you're going in my deck now because you're sweet looking.
0: Yeah, like, that card and Compulsive Research, like, that, that give off a vibe of a new plane and everything. Yeah. I love it when they do with cards like that. Even in, like, standard legal sets, like, um, one of my favorites ever, uh, Elves of the Deep Shadow, where they pre- when they printed that in Ravnica, original Ravnica. And, because yeah. um, uh, it was a reprint from the Dark, and just that whole change was awesome. And they've, they've done that with a few cards. Um, oh, in, uh, uh, Eldritch Moon, they reprinted that stupid enchantment that's no good. Um, I gave it to you a sideboard tech one time for one of your decks that you were building. Uh, what was it called? Well, crazy Grandma—that's what I called her. Yeah, crazy Grandma. Um, <laughs> but it's like that enchantment; it gains life or something like that. Like, it's like discard a card, kind of card re- gain three life. Yeah, it was like it was from masks or something like that. It was and ancient. Yeah, and it was like seeing a card reprinted and reflavored like that is just the coolest thing ever to me. I love it when they do that. I want more reprints, and I'm basically the only person who ever wants. Like, stupid cards like that as reprints. I love it when they reprint cards from, like, Fallen Empires and the Dark and Homelands. Because and... they
1: can just be so, like, amazingly flavorful. It's just sweet.
0: Yeah, I just, I don't know, that's one of my favorite things Peace ever. Of mind. Peace of mind. There we go. Yep, that was the card that we were thinking of. <laughs> no, that's okay. We finally came to it. Yeah.
1: But... Like, yes, yeah, like, stuff like that is just so awesome when they finally, like, you know, it's like a new a new way of looking at a card is just really sweet. Like, yeah, like, it kind of sucks that Snapcaster Mage got new art because the Invitational winner no longer has it, and, you know. Uh, Chris Bakula will never will never let Watsy forget that they printed the new Meddling Mage art. He's still bothered by it to this day. But it's like, <laughs> a new look on a like, old classic is just really sweet, to the point of, like, I'm kind of disappointed some cards didn't get new art. Yeah, me too. It's like, I mean, I've, I'm never gonna like. I love the art of Mindshed, or That can stay. But like Call of the Herd, it, it the art just looks old.
0: Yeah, you can look at some of them, and they the art looks really old. But the funny thing is, there's some cards that you look at, you know, the art's old, and you're like, I'm kind of okay with that. Like Youthful Knight. Yeah, like that art looks sick. I I love that one, and yeah, the new printing like compared to the stronghold printing it's just so much more vibrant. Yeah. It looks like I I really love that. It doesn't look like it's there's a lot
1: more like different colors going on like the the darks are darker, the whites are more like they pop more as a result of
0: that. Yeah. I just I think the old card looked washed out and everything. Yeah, but
1: that, that's kind of a thing for older cards though. They tend yeah, to they look a little
0: Yeah, they just tended to tended to look yeah. a little washed out, but
1: Although I, I am not a fan of the current Cruel Ultimatum art that they keep reprinting. I really like the demon just, like, thrown back, bleeding, and, like, the shadow of Nickel Bolas leaning over him, where, you know, there's always a greater power. It's just such a perfect flavor text for that art.
0: I'm guessing this is just, a, like, something they can reprint more if they want to, which yeah, like, I can't imagine they're clamoring to find spots to reprint Cruel Ultimato. No. Yeah, but like and obviously they wanna have their
1: planeswalker be front and center in because it's just it's mm. so iconic, but like the original Cruel
0: Ultimato art is so gorgeous. Fair enough. We all have the, the things we love. Yeah, but... like
1: I'm I'm not one of those people who is like old art or bust. I think a lot like I don't like old borders and stuff like that unless I'm like, you know, showing off my sweet, you know, old lightning bolts to people. <laughs> Some, sometimes you just got to make a stand.
0: Didn't I have to give you old lightning bolts?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Shut up. <laughs> no one asked you. But... but yeah, I don't know. Like, I the rep- the art reprint or the new art is really cool on a lot of these cards. Like, uh, cavernous souls looks is a interesting one. That is like too.
1: That is, I really like that art. I think it's gonna look amazing in foil.
0: Oh man, that's gonna look
1: great in foil. It all like it also. Really gives me a Ravnica vibe, like yeah, I, I can see that. Orizzav basement, or maybe some weird little thing that the D- are doing to like call spirits back. I mean, Demir also play with the undead, so
0: they play with anything. Like...
1: Yeah, they, they got the they got their hands in all the cookie jars.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I can I can see that. I like uh, the vibe is the the vibe is kind of setting agnostic, but it still gives that it still does give that Ravnica vibe to it yeah. to some degree.
1: Which it's just a nice little change of pace from the old Cavern of Souls.
0: Yeah, no, I I like it. I, I I think that will have that really nice looking foil. As you said, like, I'm, uh, Unknown Shores from uh, BFZ or Oath of the Gatewatch, one of those. Yeah. It had that, like, Poison pooly look or whatever. Like, the foil in that was amazing. Yeah. I think I... I don't even play the card, but I got a foil just because I liked how it looked so much. I got a foil Shimmering Grotto because
1: I, w- I wanted a Shimmering Shimmering Grotto, so we've all been there. <laughs>
0: Not that we get vanity cards or anything no, like that. No, not at but... all. I don't
1: have a binder full of them.
0: Okay, so I got one more note from you here. Um, it just says, "Don't waste money." All what right. do you mean by that? This is just, this is more of
1: a public service announcement to people. Watsy has already said that they're kind of going to be printing this set, you know, at a larger quantity than like the older Modern Master sets were so yeah you should buy local if you can but don't get ripped off locally don't buy packs from people who are like you know selling them for like 15 bucks a pop or something like that it's like there's they're essentially just doing it out of greed at that point and it's just it's by you buying from them you're effectively saying that you support the fact that they're price gouging which is just kind of like meh like Like, locally, we have a bunch of different stores who'll be selling them. So I'm pretty sure, like, if, if, you know, the one store I want to go to happens to be selling them for, like, 15, I can probably, you know, drive five minutes and buy them for 12 or 10 from somewhere else. So just take that into account when you're doing your stuff.
0: And not everyone has that option, but it's like, there's very little reason you should be paying a premium for these packs. You should be able to get them at MSRP.
1: Yeah, like, if, look at it, this way. Like if the online stores are selling at MSRP and the local stores aren't, you can probably wait a few days to get your packs. Yeah. And like that and also on that regard, if you really want like a certain card, don't gamble.
0: Yeah, it's just guys, these yeah, these are ten dollar packs, and you shouldn't do this with any set. Like if you want to open packs and you want to pay the money to to crack your packs and have a good time or draft or whatever it is, like if you just want to open the packs and that's part of your fun, cool. Yeah. If you're looking for a specific card, just go buy the freaking card. Yeah, don't, don't. Because don't buy you're not going to hit. <laughs>
1: don't buy a box hoping to open a lily out of the veil because you need one to finish your collection. Just buy the, buy the goddamn lily. You know? Yeah. If, I mean,
0: if you want to buy the box and crack it open with some friends or just draft it with your friends, do that. Yeah. But, um, like,
1: don't get like, me wrong. I'm going to buy a box and I'm going to crack a box. and I'm going to enjoy every pack I open because oh, that's what should, I do. You should bring a few over and we should just pack, pack wars. Over. Over. <laughs> yeah, like, like. If you're not me, don't op- don't buy a pack hoping to open at Tarmogoyf. Like it's not statistically going to happen. Just
0: buy your singles. Just be reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gambling is fun. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. Um, John, unless you have anything else, I have a
1: really random thing that I've been thinking about for like two days now. Actually. Okay. So, Mind Twist. Yes. One of the most broken cards ever printed in Magic. It's it's a, it's fairly broken. Yes. Abandoned Legacy. Yeah, it shouldn't be. Mind Shatter. Yes. It is the exact same card. Yes. Except it but has costs one additional black One additional mana. black, and it has much better art.
0: Yes, this is true
1: too. <laughs> Why the hell is that legal in Modern
0: when Mind Twist is not legal in Legacy? So, I'm going to qualify this by saying Mind Twist should be in Legacy. I just don't think it's... I, unless unless we're not thinking of something, but I just can't. It's good. Like, don't get me wrong. I think it's really good, but, like, I'd rather just play him to Torok. Yeah. Like, him to Torok is a better magic card. Yeah, well, I mean, 90% of the time it's going to be a better better magic card, unless you can really accelerate it out. But, like, Mind Twist being able to hit lands, Mind Shatter being able to hit lands, but that one extra black, just by setting it back that one turn, I think that's all it needed to make it fair. Like, so if you cast it on turn three, three you're hitting what one random card for three mana yeah i mean that doesn't seem super good no fair enough and you're not very likely to hit that land that they need because they're not going to be they're not going to be holding that land they need whereas with mind twist being able to accelerate at that one turn i think casting that for two or three you can reasonably hit something and get something out of hand to create a non-game basically fair enough but i don't know I, I still feel like it's a stretch unless unless there's something we're just not thinking of but like I just feel like building your deck around the idea of like accelerating out of mind twist is just bad yeah it's you you effectively have to already be
1: playing a bunch of cards that are bad to try and make your opponent's hand bad except then you are top decking those bad cards and your opponent's top decking live cards
0: yeah it's just I don't know I I would like them to unban it and just see what happens, and then now that they have the faster ban cycle to just to see what happens, and then ban it again if you need to. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just—I don't know. I—I I don't think it should be there. Him to
1: Turok versus Mind Twist is just such a weird little thing that I just don't—I cannot comprehend it. Like Him to Turok, so g- is good turn two. Yes. And like maybe turn three. It, <laughs> well, we've we've discussed that because they printed a standard legal Hymn to Turok. If yeah, you have but...
0: delirium. But the thing is is you can't get delirium fast enough to make it good.
1: Yeah, like that's the thing is like if you, you if you can get delirium by turn you can do it by turn 3 in standard if you get lucky. And, you and can, maybe that's good enough, but you have to get lucky. Yeah, but but like you can you can probably I'm going to quotations consistently do it by turn 4
0: if you try. Okay. But it's not good enough. I was going to say but turn 4 is just not quite good enough. Like turn 3 if if you can if you are on the play turn 3 and you can do it, I think it is good enough. Because you have a chance of hitting hitting enough lands and making a non game. So then let's get let's bring this into modern though. You yeah. can
1: much more consistently do it in modern on turn three. Like you can almost guarantee it on turn three, and you can probably do it on turn two. Like look at Death Shadow. Like the current iteration of Death Shadow plays delirium cards, and they play cards specifically to enable delirium. Yeah,
0: man. I And, I don't turn, know them. and like
1: no one's even tried playing it. Is it just maybe? Like, maybe it's just not that good. Is it? it
0: hmm. It's just such I a weird thing that I don't know. I don't understand the hatred of Mind Twist. Like, yeah, neither do I. I don't think it's. I think it's a really, really good card, yeah. but I just don't think it should be banned. Yeah, I and adding one man on it makes it far worse. Yes. So, any anything else? Or I think
1: that's it for me. I think that's just my little thoughts for the day. If anyone thinks I'm you know I'm wrong about Mind Twist, you can. Tell me in person and I'll tell you that you're wrong in person and we'll have fun.
0: But, <laughs> Or if you want to give us feedback on the show or tell us that we're wrong by email about this or what we should be thinking about, um, you can email us at thelocalmeta at gmail.com and uh, we'll take a look at those and maybe we'll reply back and tell you why you're wrong. Yeah, we can. So,
1: emails back and forth, with everyone telling
0: everyone that they're wrong, it'll be glorious. All right, so. Uh, I guess that's all we have for this week, and we will catch you next time.
1: See ya.